Hello everyone and welcome to this new episode of Protoforest Valley podcast. I'm Noemi and today with me there's Laurence Grand Clément. She is the founder of Percy, a French startup dealing with something very interesting and it is providing software solutions to support decision making in hydrogen projects and infrastructure. Hello Laurence, thank you so much for being with us today. Yes, hello everyone. Okay, so let's start from the beginning and I would like to know more about the birth of Percy. So how did the project start and what are the problems and the main challenges that you wanted to address with your solution? So the project started quite a long time ago. So we are dealing with hydrogen. Hydrogen is quite of a, a buzz most recently. But 10 years ago, I was part of ideation group where we were several companies trying to address a given problem, which was how to uh, decarbonize mobility. And hydrogen is certainly a potential contributor to the decarbonization of mobility. But the difficulty was so there were companies like Air Liquide, like Engie, Opel, which at the time was uh, the OEM of um, hydrogen vehicle. And the difficulty was, okay, guys, uh, hydrogen is going to be a game changer in the energy system. So how do we go about the future infrastructure required to make that game changer fuel happen? So how are we going to plan the new production units, the network of distribution? How are we going to connect uh, stakeholders together in order to make the transition happen and everyone in the room was developing a new technology so a new vehicle a new hydrogen refueling station a new compressor a new production unit but in fact nobody was looking at the problem as a whole and how to make all those new technology fit together then i said what the missing link is to me is a software or at least something that can help bring all those pieces together and help the new stakeholders of those infrastructure make sense of it and make decisions about it. Because if we want hydrogen to become a new energy beggar, we need all the stakeholders. So the those who will invest in the technology, those who will operate the technology, those who will be the final users, the politicians, the banks, all of them need to understand and be on board those new infrastructure. And this is how I said, ah, oh, maybe there is an opportunity to develop a software to help plan infrastructure. And this is how I started. Okay, thank you. That's very interesting. So the lack of a proper hydrogen infrastructure, you'd say, might be identified as a deterrent factor for the development of our nitrogen economy, correct? Yeah, so definitely today everybody says, yeah, there could be millions of hydrogen vehicles on the road. There can be a lot of industrial players shifting to green hydrogen. Yes, all of this can happen, but we don't have the infrastructure to make it come true. So we spoke for a long time about the chicken and egg issue in the hydrogen economy. There are a lot of other issues, but globally, it's how do you synchronize everyone and the infrastructure in order to make the shift, given that 
hydrogen is a costly energy because it's a green energy. So you can't expect to have a novel and green technology to be cheaper than the incumbent one. So the transition in itself is costly. So if we can't make this transition efficient, it will be definitely too costly, too, too much money for everyone to invest. So there is definitely money behind that. So this is how to make the money that is needed to be invested the most efficient. And that cannot happen without planning, vision, synchronization. And this is what we contribute to. And this is where your solutions, your software solutions come in. So let's talk more in depth about them. So would you like to tell us more about your services? So you provide different kind of software solutions for both investment decisions and operations optimization. So how are they structured? How do they function? And especially who are they suitable for? So we thought about the development of suites of software and we thought about it a little bit like Google. You know, in the Google suite, you have a Gmail, a Google Map, etc. And in fact, often you would navigate from one to the other. So typically you want to go to a restaurant, you will search for a nice restaurant. Then you want to go to that restaurant. restaurant. So you inquire about the trajectory to that restaurant. And then you want to inform your friends that you are coming to that restaurant. So you see, you need to go through different services. And that's a little bit the same. So the first uh, thing that when you're dealing with hydrogen, the first question that we have, because we are trying to help answer questions, is, is hydrogen right or not for me? So we have a software that helps answer those questions. And when you say, okay, hydrogen makes sense to me, the second question is, What is my pathway, my hydrogen pathway? What are the technologies, the dimensioning, the location? So what is my pathway? I've built an hydrogen infrastructure. How to best, especially if it's about mobility, how to best attract the right vehicles to my infrastructure? And then we have another tool that can help understand what are the best fleets and the best vehicles and the best shapes Uh, of demand that can be satisfied with the uh, infrastructure that you have built. So again, that's the same ideas. Throughout a hydrogen infrastructure project, you would have several questions. And throughout this journey, we are trying to bring targeted contributions in order to make those decisions informed and, of course, the most cost-effective. Thank you. Thank you so much for a very clear explanation of, of your solution. And uh, what kind of data are provided by the software? Because you said that, of course, according to the different necessities of people, you, you provide them with the right solution. I imagine that you provide them also with different kind of data, especially with respect to the optimization or to guide them through investment decisions also. So if you, if you can provide us a couple of examples of data that are useful for people in that direction. Yeah, so typically most of what we do it relies on three pillars, technical, economic and environmental. So because everything about energy decision is a compromise between the two. So typically you can't have the greenest solution that is the most cost effective 
and that is te technically the most maintainable and easy to deploy. So it's all often making a balance between uh, the three. And so we provide technical insights, so into technologies, into maintainability, into various supplier options as well. We provide insights into economics. Our first one is, of course, LCOH, the levelized cost of hydrogen, because this is the must-have KPI for everyone. But this is also CapEx, OPEX, and any type of operational finance uh, KPI. And then environmental. Today, we focus essentially on CO2, because hydrogen has contributions on particulates and local emissions, but really the true contributor of hydrogen compared with other fuels like natural gas is on the CO2. And so CO2, direct and indirect emissions are main KPIs. And so basically we offer technical alternatives with evaluating their economic and environmental impact. And we do that either through web interfaces. So we just let the user decide. The user has several options. And then for our operational tools, those decisions can be completely built in because there are some decisions which needs to be taken at one second time interval. And the software will take the optimal de decision for the real-time software that we are developing. Okay, thank you. Thank you so much. And what are the, the main end user of your solution? I mean, you are mainly working with private or companies, big organizations, and also what about the market for these kind of solutions? Do you think that the market is ready for these kind of solutions? Are they ready to transit towards an hydrogen economy or do you still see very relevant difficulties in, in this transition? Yes. Yeah, so first of all, we made a transition. We initially built the our first software for public authorities. But in fact, we realized that uh, the public authorities would generally lack the knowledge to really interact with the alternatives that we uh, were offering. And in fact, their priorities were not in, in really optimizing technically and economically the, their planning. So 100% of our customers are now private customers. And our customers are, peop are entities that are truly committed to make hydrogen happen. So indeed, today, we have a lot of companies somehow willing to venture into hydrogen, but this is more of a uh, buzzword and a view. Um, and I'd say still, there are a couple of companies that are truly uh, committed to uh, have a contribution to our current carbonated economies. And we have few but solid customers that we often see as being the pioneers in the hydrogen sector. I must say that those companies are generally not the large multinational companies that are more lagging today in developing novel uh, infrastructure, but still there are a few. So most of our customers are private entities, generally uh, new entrants in the uh, energy sector with some cash on hand because we, I mean, 
any hydrogen infrastructure would cost close to a million euros. And they can be from different sectors. So some are fleet operators, some are renewable energy developers willing to diversify their uh, downstream sales. Some are utility managers, some are construction companies. So really what we see is that today, every sector is interested in hydrogen and within each sector, you have some companies truly committed to make a change. And these are the companies which we are trying to support. Thank you. Thank you so much for this very interesting insights on how the market is moving towards hydrogen. And can you provide us maybe with a case study of your solution in action? So one example of maybe a company or a private entity adopting your solution. As a source, hydrogen action on the uplands with a large capacity. Actually, two questions. The first one is, what is the size of uh, hydrogen refueling infrastructure? So what is the dimensioning of the stations, given the fact that the demand is gone about the years? So where to start, when to shift? And then the second question is, when having set up the type of the dimensioning and the type of hydrogen refueling station, the second question was, whether to serve the network with gaseous hydrogen or liquid. And so we helped stimulate and optimize the network to answer those two questions. Those two questions were consequential. And so at the end, the, again, it's a question of pros and cons. So at the end, at Lima had a greater visibility on pros and cons of each solution. And when one solution, typically gaseous hydrogen, wouldn't be enough to serve the expansion in the market, but at least having the tipping points that beyond that tipping point, you would know that gaseous hydrogen would not be uh, sufficient and confirming that gaseous hydrogen would still be a way to start, even get that in Europe, gaseous hydrogen is more readily available than liquid hydrogen. So offering short-term insights and also kind of a milestone in order to help make the subsidy decision, which was uh, shifting to liquid hydrogen. And what about the stakeholders' responses and feedback that you collected so far? Again, maybe because we are still with a subset uh, of customers and uh, in fact, it's more than customers, is together trying to really make a contribution and our software are continuously evolving because we are developing our software in an agile manner. So we are not saying this is it, this is how we uh, offer things, this is more, this is what we suggest. What is your feedback? Ah, okay, you would like to see this and that. So the next release, we will improve uh, in your direction. So I think the feedback from our customers is that, yeah, the feedback of our customers is that they trust that uh, we can be of help to support their journey. And generally, most of our customers would be revolving customers. So we would help at one point in time, but six months down the road or one year down the road, they would come back to us again saying, ah, yes, we have our next questions. Let's work together with your other software. You know, the one that is doing this and that. We have another challenge and we would, we would like you to help us. 
And yeah, that's the point of a customer-oriented approach in supporting them through their yeah. towards their decisions. And this is a question I asked to all the Arabs I, I interview. What are the main challenges that you had to face along the process? Yeah, I think the, the first challenge is hydrogen has been difficult to fund for some years. So typically when I started the company, I applied to the uh, national challenge. So we are French, obviously. So I applied to the national challenge of hydrogen. Uh, and you had regional selection and at the regional selection, perfect winner, on top of it, you're a woman. So 100% chance you're gonna, you're gonna win. Your file is still so strong. Yeah, we're so confident. And when I arrived in final, there was someone in the jury that was just anti-hydrogen and that blocked completely the decision-making. And this is a little bit what happened for quite some years in France and in some part of Europe with the fuel just not willing to invest into hydrogen. So it's quite tricky to start developing a company knowing that there won't be any uh, significant private in investment that would be available. By chance, uh, we had a lot of support from uh, the fuel cell and hydrogen joint undertaking. So this is a joint venture between the hydrogen industry in Europe and the European Commission. And so two years ago, there was some money in the hydrogen sector, but that was a time where I was not confident to raise money. And now that I'm back into raising money, I first investment committee, which I went through thanks to Forest Valley last week. The feedback is that you're a great company. We trust you with significant contribution, but we still do not trust in the hydrogen market and we will not invest. So I think, yeah, the trust in the hydrogen market and can be so strong solution has been really hindering our journey. Thank you. Yeah, this makes us, makes us really think a lot of usually there are the solutions really making an impact, but then on the other side is often very defined. The market really, and actually the people, but I would say at a higher level, the infrastructure embrace this kind of innovation, this kind of new perspective. So um, technologies, of course, that are really helping us to, to making a difference towards sustainable economy or more sustainable world. Because what you said at the beginning, the fact that everyone was thinking about hydrogen-based technology without even thinking about a bigger process infrastructure is lacking there is a lack of infrastructure how we can think about all these kind of technologies and solutions without thinking how we actually can make an impact helping to transitioning into something more uh, concrete so thank you so much for these insights and these food for thought i would say so unfortunately we went but it was very a pleasure to to learn more about percy and and learn more also about your your point of view uh, so thank you thank you so much oh, thank you thank you to you and thank you to forest valley which has been very supportive to us and again this is just the beginning of our journey so invitation we have some talk to uh, test some new functionalities we have four products live uh, tested and happy to discuss with investors come back to me uh, if any question thank you very much 
Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you also for listening to this episode. See you in the next one. Bye bye. Bye.